0: You're listening to Every Song Has a Story, an independent podcast that aims to provide a platform for artists to talk about their inspirations and their unique process of writing songs. Big City Productions is committed to carrying on the conversation about local art and culture in your community.
1: Hey there, how's it going? If you're new here, I'm Katie and beside me is Corbin. We're just two lovebirds who share a passion for music. Thank you for joining us. Now, raise your hand if you had to shovel out your driveway this weekend. Mother Nature is showing no mercy. Buckle up for the last part of winter.
2: Our next guests have never been to Canada, yet it seems like perfect timing because they can relate to a dark and frozen place. We happen to catch them in transit getting ready to board a plane in Norway en route to Austin, Texas for the South by Southwest Festival.
1: This isn't the first time the duo made the trip. Their bluesy rock sound has gained an international following on social media and allowed them to travel across the Atlantic Ocean multiple times for showcases.
2: It's haunting vocals and classic grooves that combine loop pedals and other effects to create a sound that suits the landscape of rural Norway.
1: Imagine snow-capped mountains in a rugged coastline with waves crashing in as a distorted guitar rings out with a steady beat of the drums echoing just enough to leave space for the melody to float like a leaf in the wind.
2: We're not exaggerating. See for yourself on their social media or check out their website to find merch like t-shirts and vinyl. I wouldn't be surprised if we see them touring North America in the near future.
1: For more information, find us on Instagram at Every Song Has a Story. Or, as always, bigcity.com.
0: Best to not think about what you're doing while you're doing it. Uh, the songwriter isn't always the best judge of what is a good song. Sometimes it's hard for the one who creates to know what they created. I think it's even good when
3: you don't have any ideas, to just try to do something. Hi, I'm Carol from Ask Carol.
0: My name is uh, Ask from Ask Carol. I play the drums and synth and guitar.
3: Today we're going to talk about our song Darkest Hour.
2: Could you describe the day that you came up with the song, please?
3: I just got like a small riff ID just the, because I was like tuning the guitar and testing my new looper in the barn at home. And it was just like kind of a joke. And I didn't like the idea, but Usk said it maybe it was, it was something. Yeah,
0: yeah, he liked it. so It could be something.
3: <laughs> yeah. So we ended up, um, I just had some few lyrics IDs and a riff and we wrote it together and did everything together. And it just it, it kind of those songs, which we don't know, it just uh, comes out in a way. <laughs> we don't know how. Yeah. So we have been jamming on this outside our home in Norway, and the cows really liked it. So we had to record it because uh, people liked it.
0: <laughs> and the cows.
2: <laughs> Could you tell us more about the inspiration for the lyrics of the song?
0: Uh, the main thing, the main uh, like uh, a hook darkest hour it's a uh, sort of a thing we think about when uh, uh it could be uh, both literally like in norway it's uh, very dark and uh it's dark almost all day in the winter and also like uh what do you say Negatively. yeah uh,
3: in the dark times i also think it's uh, people get more melancholic and can have darker thoughts and um, and the song is a little about like, um, yeah, the the darkest hour, the when you have your darkest thoughts, maybe and maybe it's because of the darker times or it's uh, just your mood, but it's kind of, yeah, yeah. that type of vibe. Yeah. yeah.
2: So, what came first, the music or the words?
3: I think it was the riff first,
0: or and actual. Then the kind of like play off
3: each other i uh, um we don't have like one thing we do all the time cuz we write everything together but a lot of the times i kind of have a, like a riff idea a melody and sometimes i kind of have like um, the hook for the song uh, but nothing more <laughs> so we just build up something and it it can change but this was kind of happened really fast so I had some lyrics and us came up really fast. Um, I think we were thinking about the same things at the moment. So it kind of just happened really fast. <laughs> it's hard to describe. Yeah, and it's, yeah. we don't know where it comes from, actually. It's like yeah, happened very naturally.
0: Yeah, try not to think while doing it. Yeah, yeah.
2: Could you describe the perfect setting for, for writing a song?
0: Uh, that varies a lot.
3: Yeah. Yeah. Um, Sometimes you just want to, uh, you have all the time and you want to sit down and write a song, but it often comes when you don't expect it. I feel um, you can't, it's n- not always something you can force or anything. So it's where ideas come from. It's very difficult to say, but like that, this one is just, it just came uh, very fast and it's almost like a muscle doing everything for you. So you're not like, yeah. like to flow yeah
0: yeah Then you can't really predict when or where and it's hard to say what uh, exactly makes it happen
3: yeah but it suddenly it happens and i heard many other people say too that uh, a lot of the songs just comes really fast and this was kind of one of those songs it yeah. just happened really fast and it felt for me that's why i didn't want to Write the song because I felt like it was just a jam or something because I felt like it was so easy and it was just like um, a joke. <laughs> but it, that kind of maybe the most natural songs, which, yeah.
0: Yeah. Comes natural. Yeah.
2: What did you learn when you were writing this song?
0: It's uh, maybe that it's uh, best to not think about what you're doing while you're doing it. Yeah, Uh, that makes for a better flow of uh, creativity and like uh, imagination.
3: Yeah, and for me too, like uh, the thing about um, it doesn't have to be so forced, you don't have to have like a verse and a a bridge, uh, a chorus, and do it. If something feels like a jam, that can also be a song for uh, because you're. Uh, the songwriter isn't always the best judge of what is a good song look like yeah, this one a lot of people have liked it at a concerts and stuff and i never liked it but it, um, so i'm maybe not the best judge for what's the best songs for us <laughs>
0: yeah sometimes it's hard for the one who creates to know what they create is
2: uh, worth going further with yeah did you write this song with a specific audience in mind
0: No, No. I did not have anything in mind, really.
3: I don't think we ever have the kind of audience we were thinking about. It's often like, um, it is just uh, like it's said, like um, you don't know where the idea comes from and it's probably a feeling or a mood or a vibe or something like that. And uh, the audience often, you can see that later on when this song starts to have a life on its own which people react to it or even animals (laughs) so yeah, because we were jamming with this song and it's um, we have a thing called Couchella which is like a viral TikTok thing and we often play out in outside in nature and in our backyard at home, which, which is a really rural place in Norway with the mountains behind us and everything and this was kind of one of those songs which we were just jamming, and I don't know if we had written it, if we were finished with it. or not
0: finished yet.
3: Yeah. And suddenly, um, a, a lot of cows came running to um, <laughs> this cow concert. Yeah. Um, and then they seemed actually to really like it. And it it has happened uh, several times now with that song. So it's something about that vibe and the blues, zero rock, um, slowish thing, which kind of um, seems to uh, hit with the cows. (laughs) So that's why we have something called Couchella, which went viral on TikTok.
2: So as the song plays through, I'm wondering what part of the lyrics continues to resonate with you.
0: Still resonates uh, all of it, I think.
3: Yeah, because we never put out things we don't mean, kind of. So we would never put out um, lyrics. Especially me as a singer, I don't like to sing things which I don't mean. So I kind of think it resonates uh, still, with everything in the lyrics, and it's if you don't feel like it that day, it's something probably everybody has felt like, uh, kind of like um, darker, deeper, desperation, or like being a little depressed sometimes. Or yeah, I think everybody has felt, had that feeling once. Or yeah, so I think I think many people can resonate with it yeah. actually. definitely.
2: Have you ever performed this song? And if you have, maybe you could talk about a memorable time that you did.
0: This song we actually wrote during COVID. Yeah. So it did take some time before we had the chance to perform it live.
3: Yeah, so in the beginning, it was actually just the uh, Couchella audience, the cows. Uh, yeah, and that was you... the
0: first performance.
3: And it feels funny to say, but that was... Uh, very cool feeling like uh, all the cows come coming running to yeah. our jam because a lot of the times they are not interested at all and this time they were actually being fed at the same time so that they chose the music instead of their food and that was really really, yeah. really funny and uh,
0: yeah it was this rich specifically
3: yeah it was the darkest hour song and people have talked about that on our concerts later on so like one of the first concerts or actually the first concert we have had uh, after or during covid people from tiktok came to see us having a concert because of the cows they had seen and that they also liked the music and yeah so it's it's a weird weird thing
2: what was the most challenging aspect of getting this song ready to record
0: uh this song was kind of like uh Uh, building blocks sort of for example the drums I actually did record with uh, an iPhone some of those drums and uh, some of the vocals were recorded with uh,
3: a Plexitone Marshall stack uh, with distortion on it which is uh, was weird but we felt it kind of had something that we wanted to
0: uh, keep yeah it had a good good vibe
3: but to have that and keep that in the uh, recording and still had a, had have it like a professional recording was a kind of um uh, challenge but uh, yeah yes
0: yeah and, we did and uh, it was also one of the first songs that we mixed ourselves yeah and it was also now remixed uh, when, uh, for the album
3: but, our
0: Mix is there too, so that's the one. I think Our Mix is uh, the one uh, with the most streams on Spotify. Yeah. Because it was released first. So. Yeah.
3: yeah. <laughs> and also it uh, got a lot of streams because of that uh, the
2: TikToks. Yeah. 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 Is that your live version of it?
0: Uh, uh, no, we also did another live version in uh, our <clears throat> studio that we call uh, a Masonic Saloon. Uh, that is another live version, which, which we did release on the album.
3: Yeah, which was uh, just. Uh, Masonic Saloon is kind of our uh, studio, or it's actually my grandmother's living room, which we are using as a studio. And it has yeah, so that is our studio with yeah. um, uh, a lot of studio gear and amps and drums. Yeah, and the the t- most challenging thing with this was that it was during the COVID and uh, we also had a lot of issues with some technical things so we, to not have a, a sound card working <laughs> while recording this was a real big problem and uh, to get get that sound card and stuff during the COVID was <laughs> maybe the biggest uh, challenge but yeah. Uh, yeah, after some time we finally got the new sound card and could record it the other things on the
2: song. So where was this song recorded?
3: Yeah, it's uh, recorded in our studio, Masonic Saloon, which is uh, the place where we do all the uh, backyard jams and uh, where we're from, or I'm from, uh, which is the small place. It's a hundred inhabitants, and it's like a small village kind of Style. Yeah, yeah, mountain community.
0: Yeah. Both the live version and the studio version were recorded there. Yeah. And the studio version also has some recordings from the barn yeah. uh, next door.
2: Did anyone accompany you on this song for the recording?
0: No, it was only us. Yeah. Uh, both production and playing, and uh, yeah, the first one also mixing. Yeah.
3: So everything is us yeah. Yeah.
2: So you talked about this a little bit, but was there any unique recording tricks or uh, production techniques that you used when you were tracking the song?
0: Yeah, it's uh, I don't know if it was how deliberate it was, but uh, the vocal sound that we used, the plexi tone, that was yeah. kind of a unique thing.
3: Yeah, it's a kind of a. Guitar distortion thing, which is meant for guitars, but we ended up using it. I ended up it, actually tracking with it on the vocals, so it was uh, we. I just committed to that sound, and we just had to um, handle the challenges afterwards. Since I already had printed printed it that way, but, but we really liked some uh, something uh, that sound gave it, uh, really distorted and almost like boxy but we kind of liked it and felt it had like uh i don't know if it sounded a little like old chicago bluesy really old recording style yeah. sound so that was what i was going for but i didn't know how to do it so so it's just um coincidences and also just i think we always do that like if you find something that we think sounds cool it doesn't really matter how it's done and just if it sounds good it sounds good and we kind of liked it
0: yeah Yeah.
2: is there a funny story that comes to mind when thinking back to the recording sessions
0: maybe not the specific recording sessions but yeah as we mentioned we were in the recording process when we did that uh, uh, cow concert outside yeah that was during the recording process Uh, yeah and actually
3: the the kind of funny thing with that is on the viral tiktok thing with the cows it it is like uh people call it solos and stuff on our videos but me and us we're always improvising when we are playing outside nothing is planned or anything so i actually had to learn my own solo because we always improvise but since people really like that one we just thought we put that in the recordings uh, so i had to learn my own guitar solo and we recorded it
0: (laughs) yeah that's the guitar solo after the bridge yeah the song that is the solo from the cow couchella concert yeah (laughs) it was improvised
2: so if you could record anywhere where would you choose to record a few songs?
3: I actually like how we're doing it. I just want to get better. But I um, we have been in some really, really great studios. But um, I think it's um, almost more inspiring to be somewhere you feel comfortable more than that the location has to be super, super fancy because you, you don't need to have any more ideas when you're in like a very expensive studio and we have tried that too but kind of like it like we have it now it's just to build it even better and get better at at our craft kind of so I'm that is my dream situation to get maybe build a studio for ourselves one day and more professional than this but that we could have like total freedom and do Work all day, all night, as we already do, but like in a higher level, kind of. Yeah.
2: Where's the best place we can find this song, The Darkest Hour? Probably
0: Spotify or any other streaming service.
2: Yeah,
3: Spotify, YouTube, iTunes, Apple Music, and the Coachella videos you can find on TikTok. And um, yeah. Yeah. And also, we are uh, working on a vinyl now, which is coming in May. So you, for physical, we have CDs yeah. and vinyl is coming. Because we just got um, our uh, vinyl campaign going. And you yes. reached all of our goals on that one. The Kickstarter. So, yeah, yeah, a Kickstarter campaign. Yeah.
0: So the vinyl is coming in uh, hopefully May. We might set up a pre-order soon. And uh, the CD is uh, available uh, too yeah. online. Yeah.
3: So you can find everything at Bandcamp and also our homepage, askcarolmusic.com. Yeah. Yeah. So we have music and merch over there too.
2: Where do you two listen to music?
0: I use uh, definitely Spotify the most and sometimes YouTube.
3: Yeah. I also use Spotify the most, I think, but actually, I've been uh, starting to listen more to CDs again because I think it's more uh, or less distracting to not uh, be on the internet when I'm working with uh, um, our artwork, which often we do ourselves. And kind of, I'm like a little whimsical person, so I need to have some structure. So the internet is. Um, Sometimes uh, a very messy place to be. (laughs) So sometimes I put on a CD and actually, uh, really, I have a closer relationship to my CDs because I know them uh, from start to end. And I feel, yeah, so I kind of miss having something physical Uh, since it's been so much streaming and stuff. I don't feel like I have the same relationship to music anymore as when I, we were younger and had, we were listening to CDs and stuff. So I kind of like that.
2: What can we expect from you in the future?
0: Uh, First of all, yeah. we are coming to South by Southwest in Austin, Texas. You're actually case.
3: sitting at the airport right now as you're speaking.
0: <laughs> yeah, it's, uh, that's why there's so much reverb on our vocals. <laughs> <laughs> it's a huge space and we're waiting here in the departure area.
3: Yeah, so we are from a rural place in Norway, so it's four and a half hours to the airport in Norway, and then we are going to Austin, Texas in the morning. So, yeah, South Southwest will be the next uh, thing, and then we will be touring a little bit in Norway and maybe Europe this summer. But our main, main goal is to have a, a bigger U.S. tour in, in um, October.
0: October, November, yeah. And we're hoping to uh, also come by Canada.
3: Yeah. yeah. Also have family in Canada, so yeah. And a lot of our TikTok fans are from Canada, so yeah, the western parts of the, the U.S. and out towards Canada would be awesome. Yeah, yeah, definitely.
2: When you go on stage, what's running through your mind the minute before you go on?
3: Hmm. Then I would, what? What is running through your mind? (laughs) Uh,
0: Usually uh, these days we have so much equipment and we're also trying to film all of our concerts with uh, many cameras. So uh, uh, I'm usually just thinking have I remembered to record on all the cameras.
3: Yes, uh, a little bit same here, but I'm also trying to get in the mood for singing in front of the stage and trying not to be too nervous, but which often fails, but <laughs> still working on that. <laughs> so, yeah, it can be very stressful right before this stage. Um, yeah, it, it depends on the mood and everything, but just wanted to do the best. <laughs> yeah.
2: What advice would you give anyone starting out as a songwriter?
3: I think even though we have been writing songs for a couple of years now, we're kind of beginners too. So, But I I like that, that we're always learning new stuff. I would just say that people should never, it's cliche, but never give up and just work on it all the time. (laughs) And um, yeah, even though I think it's even good when you don't have any ideas to just try to do something and don't expect everything to be good. The worst ideas can become the best
2: ones. Could you do a shout out to anyone you think we should check out?
3: There's some Norwegian ones, really cool people we played with two years ago up north in Norway. Their name is Pompoko. I thought they were really cool and really energetic music. It's a Norwegian-like punk, punk, pop, jazz. Yeah.
0: Yeah, that's cool.
3: They, they, they were awesome.
0: And uh, we discovered this uh, all-stranger band, Curry Curry.
3: Oh, yeah, they are awesome.
0: They're yeah. also a duo like us. Yeah. Best to not think about what you're doing while you're doing it
3: Uh, the songwriter isn't always the best judge of what is a good song sometimes
0: it's hard for the one who creates to know what they create is
3: i think it's even good when you don't have any ideas to just try to do something
0: hi my name is ask
3: and my name is carol and we are from the duo ask carol
0: And you're listening to Every Song Has a Story with Big City Productions.